Welcome to Becoming Unique, episode 38. Welcome. So those of you that are new to the Becoming Unique podcast, welcome. The Becoming Unique podcast is a lifestyle podcast with a focus around wellness. And the subject's all, all over the place, guys. Like one week we're talking about detoxing your home. The next week we may be talking about chakras. The next week we may be talking about water. So, but it all is in relation to elevating ourselves. It's all subject matters that we all could use within our lifestyle to elevate us in our life. And today's episode is vibrating through wellness. And I guess I have a little story to tell you guys before I start talking about my amazing guest. Um, when I started to record season three, I I had two episodes recorded in season three for season three before my father passed away. And for you guys that have listened to the first two episodes of season three, you would have known that my father just recently passed away on April 2nd. And the two episodes that I had lined up to start off the season were already done and recorded before the death of my father. But after my father passed away, um, I didn't have any guests lined up. I mean, I had guests like kind of in like the making, but things kind of fell through and things didn't quite happen. And, you know, I, I accepted it. I was fine with it. I was like, okay, I released the first two episodes of season three and it looks like I'm on my third week. And, you know, I surrendered. I said, it looks like I don't have a guest. I said, you know what? I'm going to do a solo episode. And I, I officially made the decision. I was fine with it. I have a couple of topic manners that I want to talk about on solo episodes. So I was completely fine. And then as soon as I made that decision, I got an email from my de- my guest today saying, can we do the 21st? Um, so I was like, yay, look at God. Look at, look at the spirits, you know. So my guest came through um, on April 21st and recorded with me. I'm so grateful um, for it. And he adds on to the masculine energy of this season. I told you guys, we're starting the season off with masculine energy. Like my first two guests were male guests. And now my third guest is a male guest. Like, like I said, the Becoming Unique podcast, like I'm not singling out male or female or anything, but it just happens to be 90% of my guests were always females. And now I'm having back to back to back males. And that's, I didn't plan it this way, but it's just the way that the universe is just placing it all together. Because like I said, I think this season is all about masculine energy and proof is in the pudding. Ma- three masculine guests back to back. So my guest today, Andrew Seely, is just such a beautiful sight to see in action. I mean, like, I discovered him through Instagram. I think that's where I discovered, like, 90% of my guests through Instagram. I don't know how long I've been following him, but I've been following him for quite some time. And every time I come across his post, it's just like, it's watching art. Like, he goes into these handstands with such, such a beautiful flow. It's like, it's just like, 
a wave of water flowing. You see no struggle. It's just, it's so beautiful. I, I can't even use my words to try to explain the way he looks when he's just flowing through his body. It's like you can feel the energy of whatever is going through his body. It's just such a beautiful sight to see. And then to put icing on the cake, oh my goodness, to put icing on the cake, he speaks in such a calm groundedness, if that's even the word. It's like he's calm and he's so grounded and he links his words together so well. I can't wait for you guys to listen to him. Um, I almost feel like listening to him is like going to the spa. (laughs) It's like eucalyptus in the spa. Like he is amazing. And I can't wait for you guys to get into it. So yeah, so when I, I've been following him for quite some time and I don't know, whatever the spirits, the energy a few weeks ago, I I saw one of his posts and I think he was speaking in this particular post and I was like, I need him to come onto the Becoming Unique podcast and the, the exact thoughts in my mind, he is vibrating wellness. And I was like, he glows he um and he flows. He glows, he flows, and he got it going on. <laughs> he is definitely um he definitely transferred his energy from that Instagram post to me. And I was like, oh my goodness, I, I so want him to be a part of the Become a Unique podcast. And he said, Yes, oh my goodness, I'm so grateful. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah. Let me stop yipping back my mouth away and let's get into my conversation with Andrew Seely vibrating um wait a minute what is the name of the title vibrating through wellness yes let's go Today on the Becoming Unique podcast I have an amazing guest by the name of Andrew Seely, welcome. Thank you. So happy to be here, Unique. It's a beautiful day to be alive and a beautiful day to share upliftment, fulfillment, love, happiness, harmony, and just joyous expression with your tribe. Stoked to be here. Ah, Yes, thank you so much. And I'm so grateful for you being with us today. So before we like get started with vibrating through wellness, Please tell everyone that's listening, who is Andrew Seely? Oh, well, I am just another incarnation of light and love, just like you. Uh, Expression of that which is this magical matter that brings up my being is, um, you know, essentially I am born of a wonderful mom and a wonderful father. um, And essentially I was born in lovely California, um, San Diego, and I was born and raised there uh, and basically have been in California for the majority of my life, studied microbiology at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Um, I would say that I am just another being on their path of discovering what it means to be whole, what it means to be fully in alignment with that which is light and that which is love. And I feel that we all have, you know, different expressions, different karmic makeups um, that basically make up this ego self. And that is my 
Andrew Patrick Seeley II, um, otherwise known as Andrew Seven Seeley on Instagram and all other places. Um, but essentially, you know, we're all one in the same. We are all energy on this path to becoming whole. <laughs> I absolutely love your response. <laughs> um, now that I am walking into this new place, this new place in my life, I'm understanding the difference between ego and and the being and so on. Because my Instagram bio used to say mother of two girls, mother of two um, future young ladies. <laughs> but now, you know, I'm just present with just being this, this being that I am, which, you know, is full of light and love like you. And oh my goodness, like, I'm just feeling your energy so far. So tell me, what does wellness mean to you? Wellness to me means embodying a deep sense of balance with your inner frequencies, meaning uh, your female and your masculine side, your light and your dark, um, that which is your feminine and your masculine side have a deep resonance with that which is your balance of your double helix of your DNA. And so essentially the reason that we have a double helix is because there's two sides to everything. And uh, with that being said, wellness to me is an expression of that balance in your daily life, uh, finding, you know, how to bring forth a deep harmony with what you eat, what you put inside of your body, a deep harmony with how you continue to move in this world in a way that brings forth less suffering and draws forth more bliss. And that to me is wellness. You are absolutely blowing me away with your responses. Oh, I absolutely love it. Harmony. Oh, you said so many key factors, but one of the key words that I love in your um, response was harmony. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So <laughs> tell me, like, have you always like vibrated this wellness in your lifestyle? Has this always been your thing? I would say that um, wellness became more apparent to my expression of how I live my life um, when I was in college studying microbiology. And at the time I was, uh, you know, binge drinking, I was in a fraternity, I was playing soccer, I was definitely not the wellest that I could be. <laughs> um, but at the time, I was definitely aware that I needed to change. And I needed to find something that was sustainable because waking up hungover, going into class, um, getting, you know, basically less than uh, what I would call acceptable grades. Uh, they were acceptable to some standards, but I wasn't in the, I wasn't excited about getting C's and, you know, getting B's. I was more so excited about getting B's and A's or even, you know, really exceeding uh, expectations. And I was just scraping by and I realized early on um, in the summer of my first year of college that I really needed to find something that um, would help me create a deeper sense of wellness in my body and my mind, but also to bring balance to the busyness and the hustle and bustle and the continuous stress that my life was bringing me. And for me, that practice was yoga. Um, when I first found yoga, when I was 19, I started off in uh, hot yoga, going to Bikram yoga in San Luis Obispo. And I started off going every single day and every single day of, you know, really pressing yourself outside of your comfort zone, looking at yourself in the mirror and sweating 
And then seeing like, you know, the changes of your body on a day-to-day basis really helped me to come to a space where I realized that I was detoxifying my body through this practice of yoga. And I was wringing out and sweating out all of the alcohol and all the toxins that I had been drinking over the last year. And I was like, you know, maybe this is a practice that's actually more beneficial than the partying. So maybe I should take more precedence towards yoga rather than the partying and the drinking and the, you know, basically conforming to that, which is my peers. And um, I chose to do that. And in doing so, it really opened up a lot of doors for how I could find more wellness in the harmony of being and getting better grades was a lot easier. Um, When I started practicing yoga, I saw my ball control on the soccer field get better um, as an athlete. And I also saw my relationships got better. Um, My relationships with my friends, my relationships with my mom, my relationships with my teacher, I found more clarity. And uh, the practice of yoga, I can say, literally changed my life and uh, brought me out of a a really uh, dark and deep spiral that was leading to um, what I would say was just uh, destruction. Mm. Wow. Such an amazing story. And I love that you, you know, caught yoga so young at 19 years old. Because, <laughs> you know, I could just speak for myself. You know, I I got to this place at 40, 41. You know, I just really started to like discover yoga and discover that there was a journey outside of just existing. Because um, looking back at my life, I was like, wow, I was just existing, um, you know, and it's just so, so amazing that you was able to, you know, get the yoga, <laughs> yoga bug. Oh, I don't know if we want to call it that. You know, you was able to get a glimpse of that next level at 19. That's so amazing and such a blessing. Um, oh, wow. So I know there are so many people like walking and they're just like for myself, just like existing and they want more, but they just don't know how to get more out of life. Would you have advice for someone that's, you know, walking their everyday life, they want more, they want to understand how to get to that radiant level of vibrating more in their life? What advice would you start with them? I would start with first finding 30 minutes to an hour every single morning and evening to really discover yourself. And that could be through the practice of yoga, that could be through a nice walk with your dog, that could be through going to the gym, that could be through anything that requires you to step outside of your comfort zone and really up your heart rate and also bring you at the end to a meditative state of relaxation. So for me, that practice was yoga, but for you, that practice may be Um, you know, going on a bike ride, that practice may be going on a jog at your, you know, local hiking area or your local mountainous area, or that, you know, maybe foraging for mushrooms, whatever it is, allow that to be a daily practice that you do in the morning and the evening, so that you can really bring yourself to a deeper alignment with that, which is nature. Um, When we see nature, we see in nature, everything from birds to bees to, um, you know, dogs, and trees, everything arises with the sunshine. And everything also does uh, have the opportunity to rest throughout the day. And so if we really come back to our symbiotic awareness of nature, 
within ourselves, then that's when we really find balance and harmony within ourselves. And that's when we're able to excel on this path of life. Wow. Again, such a beautiful response. And I agree with you so much, you know, spending that time just to kind of be with yourself or discover yourself. I watched your live last night. Um, well, I came in late, so I had to go back and watch it um, that you had last night talking about intimacy. And mm -hmm. I love your response on intimacy because at first when I heard intimacy, I thought it would have been a different <laughs> meaning, but I love that you spoke about intimacy with yourself. And I, I, of course, I can't say it the way you said it, but could you talk about how you talked about having intimacy with yourself? Yeah, intimacy is literally sharing a relationship of compassion with yourself. And oftentimes we think of intimacy as solely sexual. And, you know, we're always thinking, oh, like intimacy, oh, they must mean that, you know, they're getting ready to have sex. And it's like, no, like intimacy is what begins when you start to breathe into the perspective of your body. It's really finding a close, familiar friendship or closeness. It's a private time with yourself. It's an act of really finding a deeper sense of awareness with yourself. And I think that we oftentimes think of, you know, love being something that only can be shared with another when really love starts with ourself, just like intimacy. We start having a deep sense of into me, I see right? And then from that into me, I see, I can see you as a reflection. I can hold you as a more reverent incarnation, as someone who is not just uh, an object, but a real person with feelings, with a family, with a deep sense of, uh, you know, opportunity for a deeper connection to happen. And I feel that those connections can only happen first with ourselves. We must overflow with the abundance of love before we can truly share love with another. Mm. Just so beautiful, just so beautiful. Uh, do you write your words down? Because I just think you have such a beautiful way of explaining everything. Is there an Andrew Seely book coming to us in the future? <laughs> at some point in time, at some point in time, there will definitely be a book. As of right now, um, I just write poetry and on the majority of my posts on Instagram, you can see the poems there. I love writing poetry. Yeah, your, your wording, the way you just link everything together, it's just, it flows so beautifully. And <laughs> I absolutely love it. Okay, so uh, I, I, I just had to, I'm like, I, I'm tripping over just on how beautiful you speak. So mm -hmm. that, that was, um. I mean, like you're just telling us so many key points. Like, yes, um, we're hearing self-love everywhere. I'm screaming self-love because I'm honestly just walking into self-love after 40. I don't, I don't think in the past I didn't love myself, but I didn't realize the importance of discovering myself until, mm -hmm. you know, like my um, college daughter says, I'm having a midlife crisis <laughs> because maybe I'm not acting the way that she's maybe used to me acting um with the self-love so sometimes that's challenging from for the outsiders to um embrace sometimes but um yeah so amazing so amazing now can you walk us through a day in your life <laughs> yeah totally um so I'll just walk you through uh, a little bit of what I'm doing currently just because every 
I would say every day is a little bit different in the sense that, you know, it could uh, be something different in the middle, but the majority of the days start the same and end the same. Um, every single day I wake up around 5.30 or 6 o'clock, and uh, the first thing that I do is I meditate, and I just sit there, and, um, you know, I can wash my face for a second or go to the bathroom for a second, and then I come back to my bed, and I just sit down, and I rest and relax and bring clarity to my mind and bring presence to my breath. And essentially those things I feel to be one of the most important ways to really just start off with a clear and clean baseline. And then from that baseline, I do a little bit of breath work and we'll do some mantras, um, which are, you know, sound vibrational healing, um, just to, you know, bring some awareness to how I can speak uh, powerful words of wisdom into this existence. And then from there, I'll do some reading. I love to read the Bhagavad Gita. Um, right now, I'm also reading um, the autobiography of um, a yogi um, by Paramahansa Yogananda. And then also just uh, love journaling in the morning. And then that'll probably bring me to around eight o'clock. And then around eight o'clock, I'll probably have like my first private session, either at eight o'clock or nine o'clock. Um, this morning I had a private session actually at 7.30. So I woke up a little bit earlier than usual. And then I just taught another yoga class from 9.30 until 10.30. And now I'm on the line with you. Um, usually around uh, midday, say like from 11 o'clock until probably around two o'clock, I'm doing meetings, um, interviews, um, working with my team on Glow Vegan, which is my vegan protein, um, or I'm scheduling out another retreat. Um, I've got another two retreats coming up right now. So, you know, talking to people who are interested in the retreats and, you know, giving them more information about the intimacy retreat I'm doing here in May, or perhaps, um, you know, the Costa Rica retreat that I'm doing, that's a whole entire wellness retreat. It's called urban wellness retreat at the end of May in Costa Rica. So basically like that's the majority of my day is just, you know, calling, talking, conversing, emailing, writing, that kind of thing. And then after that, around, uh, say, one o'clock or two o'clock, I eat my first meal of the day. Um, I fast throughout the day because it gives me more energy. And then around one or two o'clock, I eat my first meal. And then I really just use that as a time to be present um, with my food. I feel that people oftentimes forget the amount of energy that is held on a plate of food and how much it can be actually transmitted into the body if we bring forth more presence when we eat. Um, the digestive system, just like the nervous system, if it's overreacting, then it oftentimes is not able to work efficiently. So um, in bringing myself to a state of relaxation when I'm eating, um, my digestive system works very efficiently and so I don't have to eat that much. Um, so it makes it a, a lot more easy for me to get the nutrients into the body that I do need and uh, let go of what doesn't serve me. And so after that, I am usually around like three to four o'clock, I kind of have like some downtime to do some reading or some writing or some journaling, or maybe I'll check out Instagram for a second. And then from there, um, around four o'clock until six o'clock, I do some more work. And then I'll probably head out to the beach um, for a nice little sunset walk, dive in the water, jump in, hang out, relax, see some friends. 
Uh, sunset time is like my time to connect with the outside world um, on a more uh, intimate level. Um, you know, fly some people in some acro yoga, do some yoga, do some handstands, hang out with friends, um, you know, really find that sentiment of what it means to connect. And I love watching sunset. So I do my best to make it to sunset every single day, um, whether it's on a top of a mountain or near the beach. I'm usually beachside. Beaches are my favorite place because I feel like the water is uh, one of the keys to healing. And um, yeah, I do my best to make it back in by eight or nine o'clock, eat my meal, and then uh, usually get in bed by 11 o'clock or 12 and do it all over again. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, you said a lot of, of course, again, a lot of key points um, with starting a day off with meditation, understanding um, about food as energy and, you know, you have more energy when you're, when you're fasting opposed to when you're putting the food in your body. And, you know, that's just something very mindful to, um, to mention because I've noticed that as well within my body as well too. I'm like, I do better when I'm hungry. <laughs> um, because when I do fuel myself with food, it does take a lot of energy out of the body. So, you know, it, it's so many key points that you pointed out within your, your day of letting us know, like, you know, points that can help us vibrate to a higher level. Now, do you have any secrets that you want to share with us about vibrating on that next level through wellness? I would say, um, I guess something that is probably less apparent is um, I find that crystals are really incredible ways of uh, amplifying the energy. Um, and also learning more about your astrology. Um, astrology and numerology have been uh, two of the ways to really dive deeper into the architects of life. And then when you understand the architects, you're, you're easily able to, or sorry, when you understand the archetypes, you're easily able to understand the architects of this world. And essentially we are all builders of our own reality. And so when you are, firmly aware as to your attributes and some of your strengths and also aware of your blind spots and your weaknesses, then you can easily optimize your environment to be as effective as possible within this lifetime. And I feel that, you know, a lot of us, we think of, uh, you know, the, the area that we're in just to be like, oh, like this is, you know, like I have to live in a city because that's where I've grown up my whole life or, you know, I have to be around uh, noise because that's the only place that I know. And it's like, you know, really changing your environment and tuning into your astrology and learning more about yourself is one of the main ways to amplify your energy so that you can really live a full bodied life of wellness. And also crystals I find to be so impactful in optimizing your energy and helping you find uh, more restful ease and helping to block away some of the electromagnetic frequencies that come from your Wi-Fi and your phone. And uh, these are all different things that I highly recommend because they have been here for literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years. Uh, the crystals that we have, you know, worn in jewelry or wear around our necks in malas as yogis for meditation beads, um, these are all things that literally have been here far longer than we have as human beings existed in this body. 
So they hold a lot more connection to the earth and the earth we know to be our nourishing mother. And so if we connect to the nourishing mother and we have these uh, beautiful crystals worn around our necks or perhaps close to our hearts or maybe around our wrists close to our hands, um, then it really does bring forth a deeper sense of awareness of how we can connect to mother earth and draw forth that energy and really bring it forth into our day-to-day -day work. You know, whether it's writing a poem, whether it's cooking a meal, whether it's, uh, you know, finishing up an invoice, all of those things are done energetically with a deep understanding that we are first children of this earth. Love it. Love it. I love nourishing mother. I feel like I'm going <laughs> to use that. I love that, that you call the earth the nourishing mother. Absolutely love it. Yeah, I'm slowly, um, have been gaining or using the secrets that you speak that you just spoke about in my lifestyle within the past couple of years I have been introducing the crystals and you know sometimes people I like to say sometimes you know if sometimes people are not in the spiritual journey as of yet and they may think like crystals it's just a walk but with the crystal I love to always say it's your intention that you put behind it and intention is just so important you know with walking into this life of wellness because we need to you know understand you know what goals do we want what desires do we want you know do we want out of life and what healing do we want we have to put intention on that and the crystals help us with the intentions and um i had a podcast a little while ago talking about the birth chart and this was completely new to me and i'm a cancer but my whole life, I couldn't understand why I was not emotional because they'd be like, oh, you're a cancer, you're emotional. I'm like, I'm not really emotional. And because I'm a Virgo, is it Virgo sun? Your emotions are in your sun, not, not your sun, I'm sorry, Virgo moon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a cancer sun, Virgo moon. So I was like, oh, so once I discovered that I was a Virgo moon, I was like, okay, now this makes sense because this is where your emotions are. And it's, you know, just as you spoke earlier in the podcast with the intimacy, you know, just discovering yourself and really realizing who you are. So we don't become a product of our environment. Like you said, just, you know, you're in the city and you think you're supposed to stay in the city is, but we need to take those moments to discover who we truly are you know, maybe through astrology and so many other ways and, you know, and getting in tune with the crystals and getting that intention and so on. You just raised so many valid points. And I'm so happy that I am on my wellness journey now and, um, and moving forward and, and, and being able to vibrate on a higher place. And I'm just so happy that you are here and you're able to just share some of your amazing light <laughs> with us today. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, I'm happy to be here, Unique. I feel like we have one existence within this lifetime and we might as well use our time to uplift others. And, you know, once we get to a space where we're fully in that space of alignment and balance, there's no better way to use the time than to uplift those that are around us and to really uplift the shine of our environment. Yes. Oh, again, again. I'm just like harning all over your words. <laughs> but before I let you go today, um, I would like to know what does becoming unique mean to you? I feel that becoming unique is really the journey back to yourself because each and every one of us is uniquely 
endowed with the beautiful expression of our own past karmas and our own realization of our dharma within this lifetime. And what that means is that, you know, you have these uh, two strands of DNA, one from your mother, one from your father, that are creating a deep sense of uniqueness within your own being, the way that you express yourself, the way that you look at the world, the way that you interpret words, the way that you live your life is a unique expression of that which is your truest essence, which is spirit. And every single one of us is incarnate within the, the, the reflection of a God. And we have this opportunity to truly take this time and this effort and this power and all of these resources to truly be a unique expression within this incarnation and to share our deepest desires with the world through how we actually express our love. And our love is the, the beat of our heart. It's the unique vibration that resonates from the center of your being and literally creates the vibratory frequency that is your reality. And so it's just a matter of coming back to yourself, coming clear. And when you come clear, everyone will be able to hear that which is the song of your heart. Mm. Wow. The journey back to yourself in the song of your heart. Oh, I love it. I love it all. Okay. You're going to have to tell everyone how they can connect with you and all your amazing light and all your offerings that you have to offer. Definitely. Yeah. You can find me at andrew7seely.com. Um, that's where you'll find upcoming retreats and workshops and um, all types of offerings. I've got a yoga teacher training um, that I have in July in Costa Rica. Then I have um, some retreats that are coming up here in May that are going to be absolutely incredible. One in Tulum on intimacy and the other one is on urban wellness, really bringing wellness practices into your urban life. And that's going to be uh, towards the end of May in Costa Rica. All of that can be found on my website, andrew7seely.com. Also, um, you can check me out on Instagram for daily inspiration. And um, yeah, I would say those are really the main spaces to find me. Andrew, the number seven, S-E-A-L-Y.com or andrew7seely at IG. And from there, I've got all types of cool things happening in the world. Um, also have a vegan protein if you're looking to update your 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 system with some next level nutrition um, the vegan protein is definitely the best way to do that that's at glowvegan.com and um, yeah that's about it well it's, it, you are amazing you're amazing when I, I go when your Instagram comes up on my news feed I just I feel the light vibrating to me so thank you for sharing the light I can feel your heart coming through the um the Instagram screen on my telephone. Thank you for that. Um, thank you for all the offerings that you have to offer from the vegan protein to the yoga teacher training to the uh, all of the retreats that you're um, speaking of. I'm just sure there's love and light coming through everything that you touch. So thank you for being you. Uh, thank you, Unique, for taking the time to jump on this interview. I really appreciate uh, you asking me these questions, and I always love sharing um, with, you know, these wonderful, unique audiences from all around the world. So I feel that 
Right now is the most important time for us to share our paths and to share what has worked so that we can help uplift one another. As um, you know, human connection is consistently being, um, I would just say, is consistently being attacked <laughs> um, is the easiest way of putting it. Um, it's more imperative now than ever to you know, bring connection, whether it's through the radio, um, whether it's through podcasts, through, you know, web series, whatever it is, really back to one another so that we can continue to find a deep sense of relativity, of a relation, of inspiration. And that's what you're doing. And so I thank you for that. Thank you. I would like to end today's show off with a quote. And the quote is, people ask God for a cake. Then when God gives them flour, butter, oil, eggs, icing, a pan, and an oven, they get frustrated and leave the kitchen. Are you sure God has not answered your prayers? I wanted to end the show off with that note because in life, we have these desires, we have these wants, but sometimes we forget that there's something called work that has to go along with it. So if your goal is like today's episode and to vibrate through wellness, um, it doesn't happen just because you want it. You have to put the work in. You have to understand that you may have to wake up early and meditate and journal and take your time to prepare your food so you can nourish your body in the way that you want to nourish it. Great things come in time. Great things require work. And wellness even though it's an amazing thing to have, it does require work. We can't just want want it and have it. We have to want it and we have to apply the work. So as we sit here and ask our higher, you know, God, Allah, whoever you may call to at at night or whenever, we have to remember we are being given the blessings that we are asking for, but it may not come in the form that we think it should come in. We may think that the cake should be delivered to us in a box and that's it. But we have all the ingredients to make the cake. And that's how life is. Life is delivering us the ingredients and it's up to us to put the work in and, and do the work, <laughs> use the tools that are being given to us and so on. Let me not keep yapping my mouth along, but oh, thank you, thank you, thank you guys for showing up for the Becoming Unique podcast. The Becoming Unique podcast is a growing podcast. So the best advertisement for the Becoming Unique podcast is word of mouth. Talk about the podcast. Share the podcast. Text it to your friends. Share it on your on your social medias and so on. Leave a review. Ah, but thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful that you are here for the Becoming Unique podcast. And I will see you guys again next week. Thank you. Bye.